Welcome to episode 38 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K, 7th edition 40K, <laughs> for now. Yeah. <laughs> for now. Okay, we're going to talk about hobby progress. We'll get into a British heavy metal band, heavily inspired by, by Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, we will then talk a little bit about our views of what we know so far about 8th edition. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we'll get into a recap of our Shadow War, our first Shadow War Armageddon game. Skatari versus Chaos, Space Marines. All right. Hobby progress. Yep. So the last two weeks mostly have been spending yeah. uh, my time painting the terrain found in Shadow War Armageddon, the, the box. We were lucky enough to get a box yeah. when it you know first went on sale. And... Ooh. And well, the, the terrain is gorgeous. I mean, oh, it's, it's awesome. Great. It's this um, heavy metal gantry thing with it's a lot of skulls and super industrial. It's really, it's really um, gives sort of the gritty feel of of forty k, especially with your paint job. Yeah, of it. you added like a lot of rusting effects to it, which I just really. Oh enjoy. yeah, I've been going to town <laughs> on the rust and the yes. weathering. No, no, no hazard stripes. No hazard. Shockingly. <laughs> shockingly. Shockingly. No, it's a very unsafe area. Yeah, it's very unsafe. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, so first of all, I built it in the configuration. You can build it in all kinds of different ways. First of all, it's really modular, so, yeah. which is fantastic. It's a, it allows you to build all kinds of different ways. But I followed the instructions that came with Shadow War, the box. And so I built the, uh, the gantry in the way it was described. Now, you can, if I'd actually put some thought into it, I might have built it slightly differently. But it still provides like a great, awesome, mm -hmm. you know, sort of platform for Shadow Wars. Yeah. I primed the whole thing black. Mm -hmm. And then I took a, uh, a primer that's sort of a, a, a rust color. Mm -hmm. And I did the bottom, uh, the, all the bottom sections. I have, I have like, the, like these sort of like, uh, little, little like bridge supports. Yeah. Made those rusty, made those in rust. Uh, and then I primed like this big sort of multi-gallon like, like water gallon tank or yeah, oil yeah. promethium tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also uh, rusty. And then the top was all black. Yeah. Then I applied a base coat of Vallejo deck tan, which is sort of a whitish tan on top. Yeah. And then I went to town on the rust. I uh, just uh, <laughs> used uh, used Rhinox hide yeah. mm -hmm. and then dipped like uh, foam from like, uh, you know, foam trays. Yeah. Little extra chunks. And then just created like little rust areas using the brown against the white, uh, the white deck tan of the of the sort of plating the flooring, mm -hmm. and so it looks like there's like all of these sort of brown rust spots. And then I took Vallejo rust wash, which is a very bright orange. Yeah. And so I, at the edges of the brown, I applied like a little bit of that, like so it was like orange turning into brown. So you had this little yeah. continuity effect. Throughout the the gantries, there are these sort of like Mechanicum plaques that have Mechanicum symbols and numbers on them. Mm -hmm. I painted a lot of those in, in copper. I took a P3 copper, yeah. which is a very reddish, you know, copper. And then I uh, based, and then I inked that in Agrax Earthshade, so it became kind of a dull copper. Sure. And so it looked like old copper, like <laughs> old brass or old copper plating, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, on the scantry. And then I applied a little bit of that Nikhail oxide, that bluish, you know, green, blue oxide. So it looks like the copper is sort of turning into this sort of like getting this patina, you know, on the copper that you get this blue, green patina. Yeah. So there's a few just little dots here and there just so the eye picks it up a little bit of that blue. Mm -hmm. The overall effect is is pretty great. It's, oh, yeah. it's the oh, most I've yeah. ever spent on any any piece of terrain in terms of like, um, in terms of work. No, it paid off, it paid off. 
dramatically. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. For anybody listening, if you think this podcast is just about me praising my own painting, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but no, it's just that it's yeah. the 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 terrain is so awesome to paint, and yeah. it turns out really great with not that much sort of uh, creativity needed, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't done anything new that hasn't been done by a lot of painters, but it does take some time to get to get everything right because there's, there's, you can get lost in the details. Yeah. But I really encourage anybody who's painting the Shadow War Armageddon set to spend a little more time than just doing, a, you know, like a couple of base coats or something or use an airbrush and boom, boom, you're done because you can find so many awesome little details. And when you're playing Shadow Wars, you're playing with such a limited amount of models anyway that you're, you're going to want to have that extra detail to really pull you into the whole scene to yeah, add sure. that realism, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think it's I think it's worth spending some more time in in building and, and painting the terrain in a in a, in a in a way that just shows a little more care you know mm -hmm. than typical terrain and even in a regular game it just it will add to the cinematics of the battle with just how if you make it really detailed it just sort of adds to the immersion yeah, uh, yeah. for sure for sure I added a lot of rust stains there's like these towers that like promethium towers and so I painted those primarily kind of orange orange and white all, all of the whole painting scheme kind of matches my Skitari Ryzen Skitari scheme a yeah, little bit yeah, yeah. since so. there's so many Mechanicum symbols all over this, yeah, this so string I decided that you know, this might look well in a um, yeah. Ryza or one of these Mechanicum worlds so I kind of went with the orange and white kind of paint scheme that I have for my my Ryzen aura Mechanicum army um, and then I added uh, a lot of rust stains with uh, the uh, Mig Jimenez, you know, rust you know, paint. Yeah. And that just looks cool. That would cool. That does yeah. look cool. So it's, an, it's a very post-industrial, you know, <laughs> sort of breaking down. You know, they were proud of this, this structure at one point, but now it's, you know, yeah. kind of been neglected and it's been very well used. And now it's the, the scene of many wars There's on the planet of Armageddon. There, yeah, there's not a lot to be proud of in a 40K. <laughs> right, right. So really most of my time has been building and painting that in the last two weeks. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I haven't had a lot of time. I've been going back and forth a little bit on the cultists and they're coming into shape, but it's it's taking some time. I did we did look at what we were like getting inspired to do sort of Blanchian esque works, sort yeah, of. Yeah. For the um basically when we saw the sort of Armageddon rules, we thought, oh, it'd be kinda cool to do this little like uh like make this like weird Necromunda ish uh like crazy man squad so we're trying to figure out sort of what we want that to look like um and we have some rough ideas we've made one i've well i made a model thus far um it's basically sort of this weird i, I i'm not sure if i would call him like an officer or like uh He's, it's just he's, this weird he's dressed he's, 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 he's got a Cadian body with a Cadian officer sort so of Cadian like, officer you know uh, yeah. tops and bottoms regular so torso and pants yeah. are, and it's got a lot of metals on the yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Uh, torso regular regular guardsman's legs uh, I gave yep. I gave him um, we had a gene stealer little gene stealer head and sort of we had an upgrade yeah sprue. the upgrade sprue the upgrade sprue so um, we I I didn't really like the ridges on a lot of their heads because I felt that was too Gene Steeler cultish. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to necessarily limit him to just that. So uh, I decided to go with one of the, one of the heads had like this sort of gas mask looking thing on it. So I decided to give him that. And I found, I didn't know what it was at first, but I guess it was, it turned out it's like some sort of like medical device, but it looks like a weird, it looks like a weird gun with like this sort of weird chain bayonet on it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, unique. oh, that looks super cool. 
So I immediately was like, yeah, I got to have that now. Um, and then since I figured he's sort of going with the whole officer-ish theme, I decided to give him like the rod, like the um, rod for the um, Tempestus Scions uh, officer. Right, like, yeah, like there's like, like command one of the, one of the, staff. Yeah, one of the options is you can have like command staff and the guy's usually like pointing and he's got like an overcoat on, but I gave it to this guy. Yeah. Um, and then I felt like something was missing. So I added in just a little weird servitor looking thing next to him just to be kind of safe it's like a scryer skull it's like a scryer skull but has like some sort of weird gas coming coming out from it so the ultimate effect is um he looks like he could be a psyker in the um astro militarum kind of a he could be a weird psyker weird sanctioned psyker type or uh, because the staff kind of makes him look like a little bit like a psyker or he could be this weirdo like commander of some obscure guard regiment like, right. Yeah. That yeah. has been so horribly scarred, scarred that he, he has just to wear has, like, like a this mask. horrible mask <laughs> just to help him breathe or whatever. Right. Or um, he could be a medic because he's he got, be a medic, he's yeah. got like this sort of like bone saw thing going. Yeah. Where'd you get the bone saw? Was it in the upgrade sproof? Or the it was, it was in Tempestus Scion. Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird. I, I know. know. But that, that, okay. So that's, that's the fun part of creating these war bands for yeah. Shadow War um, in that we're going to try to exercise our creativity and then. Color outside the lines, as it were, and yeah. just we we were like finding all our sprues, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, with Cadian bits and Sikar, and uh, Sikar and Rust Stalker bits, and yeah. you know, uh, Gene Steeler and Space Marines and Death Watch, and then sort of going to combine them to make weird John Blanche Pilgrim esque Inquisition Twenty Eight kind yeah. of stuff. We're we're working on a um, we're we're trying to figure out uh, an Inquisitor right now, yeah. um, so. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, so we'll give you progress on yeah. how our you know weirdo, weirdo. Inquisition war bands you yeah. know turn out. Turn out. Yeah. We'll have a picture of um, Alex weird weirdo psyker medic dude. Yeah, um, whatever he'll in be in our Facebook page. So pay a visit there. Um, uh, the other the other thing we did uh, recently was just to build the Minotaur armored containers. Easy to put together, like super easy to put yeah, together, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like four parts, and yeah. there they go. Uh, and they come with a bunch of barrels and boxes. But the fun part is uh, sort of weathering them and yeah. then turning them into like, you know, containers that have been sitting outside for a while. So I was having a blast, uh, <laughs> you know, weathering them. So yeah. they're mostly done, but the, and they appear in our Shadow War game today. Yeah. Yeah. Because we wanted some, some cool terrain. So we did, we, uh, we put those together quickly, but uh, they turned out well. So that's, I, I think that's all we did. We have for hobby progress. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now. 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 Okay. So. I am a bit of a metalhead. Uh, yeah, t- a b- understatement. <laughs> okay. That's all you listen to is No, metal. no, it's not all I listen to. I listen to more than metal, but... Right, right. gypsy music. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Irish ballads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And metal. Sure. Right. Um, but... All right, so what did you discover? So, I did, so I, I've been digging around in... Um, so sometimes I'll just dig around through like older bands see what i can find that i think is cool and so there's this one band called bolt thrower like and it's an older death metal band right it's like one of the first and i heard about them before but i never really took the time to go into like their discography or whatever so um i'm like looking for around for it and i'm looking for their like records and then i noticed one called realms of chaos and i'm like hmm. what they're named bolt thrower and they have an album called realms, realms of, of chaos, chaos. And, I, and then i see the cover and now the cover from, I, I was looking on uh, Amazon Music, yeah. and the cover there is different than the cover um, I'm looking at for their um, Wikipedia page and their sort of images for their, and their Google images for the album cover. Yeah. 
the one I saw looked sort of like a like not really space marines fighting not really orcs they looked sort of similar right but i it looked like just enough to like, get them out of like copyright, copyright safe versions copyright safe of versions. space marines and copyright safe versions of orcs yeah so i initially thought that this was done outside of gw supervision right um that's what i initially thought uh it was released in 1989 it's this really it's really cool uh record actually um if you like if you like death metal but it turns out, I guess that they had you. You found out actually. Yeah. So I I, I did a little research yeah. myself once you turned me on to them. Uh, uh, turns out that there were they were actually huge 40k fans in the band. You know, yeah. they're British bands. Yeah, so they yeah. probably grew up with 40k. Yeah. And they um, had an artist that actually was working for a Games Workshop uh, volunteer to use the artwork that they had created for Games Workshop as their album cover. Yeah. And so they entered into a licensing deal with Games Workshop or yeah. some sort of a release that allowed them to actually use what looks like the old Rogue Trader days, Crimson Fists, or maybe it's an early version, early ed- edition of uh, 40K. This is 1989, was this album? Yeah, 1989, right. this is like, yeah. So I don't know what edition it is, probably second edition or third edition? Something like that. So uh, anyway, it looks like a bunch of, a lot of beaky Marines. Yeah, it's a lot of And they're hold, they have Crimson Fist banners, yeah. and they're, they're on that classic sort of old peak. Yeah, like, 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 like they're all thing. on a peak and they're all shooting it, it, in all it looks, directions. It looks like one of those like old, uh, like uh, one of those like really old sort of um, 1700s, 1800s era paintings of war. Right. Where everyone's on like this sort of weird hillish position that could never, that would like rarely ever exist. You're being in attacked by all the by natives. <laughs> they're like the last remaining, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like British dudes. Super heroic <laughs> and all that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the um, track, the track listing's great. Uh, all right, so be, before we go into the track listing, okay. why, why don't we uh, give you guys a little sample? All right, so all here right. is a sample of Bolt Thrower. All right, let's let's go let's go into the, uh, the some of the titles for um, for the Realms of Chaos album. Okay, I, I love this. I love this. All right. So um, we have intro first. Um, then it goes into Eternal War. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's Through the Eye of Terror. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely our band. Yep. Dark Millennium. After that, there's All That Remains, Lost Souls Domain, Plague Bearer. Wonder who that is. World Eater. Drowned in Torment, Realm of Chaos, and then there, there's a bonus track of Prophet of Hatred. All right, so um, clearly 40K inspired. Clearly. The album, the album cover, the original one, um, was a Games Workshop sanctioned album cover. Yeah. Uh, they subsequently released another album uh, that uh, used one of the artists that worked for Games Workshop, but yeah. it wasn't a sanctioned cover. But it looks like a Conan the Barbarian type, you know, but done via sort of like, you know, uh, fantasy battle yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of type of artistry. 
Yeah, so uh, I guess the, the heavy metal band had its some notoriety, but wasn't among the premier, it you know, heavy metal bands, British heavy metal bands like Iron Maiden. No, no, it wasn't. It was since they were death metal, they weren't. They were still really part of the underground. Yeah, they were relegated um, to sort of like the more subculture status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's you know it's hard rock in '80s death metal. It's yeah, it's it's death. It right. certainly is. It's not like it's not. It's way. It's way more um, hard or brutal than uh, iron, bands like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest yeah. and Judas Priest. Right. Um, so it's certainly so. If you're if you like that sort of music, I'd highly recommend it. I, yeah. I, I would actually really recommend it. Uh, cool. Sadly, I think it was a death uh, in the, well, what year was that? But it was in fairly recently. There was yeah. a death of, a, of one of the band members that finally brought the, the band to um, an end a few years ago. Yeah. They had been touring. Um, uh, it was, uh, it was, tw- it was actually last year, um, oh, yeah. September 14th. Yeah. Um, their drummer died. Their drummer died. And that, that's what caused the band to finally yeah. say, call it quits and say, we're, we're done. But uh, obviously great longevity. Yeah. One of the pioneers in death metal. They, yeah. uh, based on your research, they, it looks like they, they had an influence on a lot of subsequent yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, um, heavy metal bands. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly we love the fact that they came from the world of 40K. Oh, yeah. That's or right. at least they were fans of the world of 40K. <laughs> yeah. So uh, give a Bolt Thrower a listen. A listen, yeah. Uh, an excellent soundtrack to uh, the grim darkness of the 41st <laughs> millennium. Okay, on that note, uh, we'll take a little break and when we come back, we'll give you our notes on uh, eighth edition, the stuff that we know so far. We're back. The information that GW is releasing is coming now daily, fast, and furious. Sometimes more than one update a day from the Warhammer community. Yep. So many changes. I mean, everything from the individual stats, like getting rid of initiative, adding, you know, personalized movement for each of the units. Yeah. Right. Um, Um, The change of like the two wound uh, system, which I really enjoy actually that change. Right. Uh, Having a single to sort of to hit um, stat so that you know exactly what you have to roll as opposed to doing a little bit of math to figure out what you have to hit. Yeah. uh, What you need to hit. Um, Overall, we're seeing a lot of changes that are very reminiscent of what we know about Age of Sigmar. Mm -hmm. Right. But everything in that we're hearing, at least from my perspective, is completely positive. I have not heard anything yet that made me think, oh, I'm, I'm gonna miss that or I'm, I'm gonna hate that. No, yeah, this, this feels like a really nice streamlining and simplification of the rules that will make me and you and everyone, hopefully, just have to remember a lot less, so we don't have to constantly just look up in our codice. Oh, what's the two? What's the two wound? What's your this strength? And then what's the uh, what's the toughness? And then we gotta compare those. You can just be like, oh, it's a three plus hit, a four plus one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love the new two wound system. Oh yeah, it's great. It's yeah, great. if the strength is the same, you need a four. If the strength of your weapon is higher yeah. than the uh, toughness of the target, you need a three. You need you need a three. And then if, if it's, it's double, double the the toughness, then you need you a, two. a two. And it goes inverse. Yeah, exactly. That's if the great. strength is lower a little bit, then it's going to be you need a five. If the strength is half of the toughness of the target, yeah. then you need a six. It's sure. an elegant, simple table. You don't have to remember a silly yeah. chart. I love it. I think I, really it, I think it. it works fantastic. Mm-hmm. Also, the whole um, armor save is now completely different. You have a set armor save, but mm-hmm. there are certain weapons have modifiers. Yep. Like you know, like a las cannon has a minus three 
you know, to your armor save. So if you normally are a space marine and you have a three up armor save, now with that minus three from the last cannon shot, hey, it this time you may actually get a save. You have you to can, roll a six. Yeah, but you can actually. But you might actually save can. it, yeah. right? Well, it's gonna be it's it's a little harder to uh, to if you have less cannons to to kill to kill everything. But at the same time, you know, it's still really hard to defend against the last cannon. Yeah. But there is no more binary system like depending on the AP value. Yeah, yeah. That, now it's you know, just, there's no save whatsoever. Now it's just now it just tells you straight up. Okay, this is how it's gonna be and. Right. Yeah. On, on as a coral, coral, colorary, how do you say that word? <laughs> on a related note, <laughs> a coral, correlated, corollary, corollary. Cor- uh, uh, yeah. Uh, as a corollary, now it appears that any mm-hmm. kind of weapon can uh, wound anything else. So, yeah. so the, the example that GW is giving is that you know las guns can take down a land raider theoretically. Theoretically. And now they've clarified because a lot of people were like, oh, that's this is really dumb. Yeah. Um, now they immediately clarified, okay, yeah, but it's going to be mathematically very difficult right. for uh, land raiders to die from las guns. You'd have to have, like, I don't know, they, they, I think they play testing. Well, they, they, did, uh, they did an example with uh, Gorkonaut. Uh, and then yeah. it, versus the versus it, was it, has, it has 18 wounds and it, was, it has super high toughness versus last cannons and they figured no, out no it was a bol- bolters against no it was was it bolters or was it last guns bolters it was I'm, oh what was it, i think it was, it was bolters i think it was last guns anyway yeah, whatever it, yeah. it was one of those strength three or strength four weapons yeah, yeah it took something like 500 shots yeah it took, to, to take this thing down it so statistically it is unlikely that you're that you know simple simpler weapons like last guns and bolters are going to be able to take down a high yeah yeah. toughness you know thing like a gorkonaut yeah but it is possible and you may get some great rolls yeah you might at least put some wounds on it mm-hmm. right probably unlikely that without las cannons and more higher strength stuff that you're really gonna you know get rid of the wounds or get rid of the uh uh i, I guess it's wounds now everything yeah it's, wounds yeah, it's wounds. Now vehicles now have wounds now they right? are not no hit points so you can't technically blow up but you can after a while don't you or don't you get like reduced in power the more damage you take? Yeah, there's going to be a table that basically says that, and I think it's going to be per unit that if you take a certain number of wounds, then your performance degrades. Yeah, assault based, you know, um, high wound uh, models are going to be able to fight with less effectiveness in hand to hand or an assault, yeah. and then uh, models that shoot are going to have reduced ballistic skill stuff as like they that. take more more wounds and less movement and all that stuff. So it shows a degradation that, you know, can accumulate over time uh, based on, you know, just, you know, being hit a lot by, you know, different weapons. Yeah, which is really neat. So now, while the Imperial Knight might be a little bit more tough, uh, I'm not sure it can, I'm not sure compared to whatever increases the weaponry is going to get. Yeah, we game. don't have a full picture. We don't, we don't have a full picture. We know it's going to have 20 wounds. We know, though. we know, yeah, that's going to be that's crazy. That's awesome. But... We know that over time, its effectiveness in combat and all that will be reduced. So I guess that sort of balances out. And depending on how much damage the guns do, yeah, um, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. Speaking of guns um, and those heavy weapons, um, now heavy weapons, if you move with heavy weapons, you don't automatically have to snap fire, which yeah. discourages any, any TAC Marine squad from taking heavy weapons unless you were going to camp an objective <laughs> now you can actually have tax squads take a heavy weapon they'll get a minus one to hit if they moved but the other amazing thing is that tax squad gets split fire yeah so all the Everyone dudes with fire. bolters can shoot at the infantry yeah. and the guy with the so, uh, plasma cannon or last cannon, cannon or can, missile you know launcher for you can go shoot, shoot at a tank yeah you can do whatever he wants that is freaking awesome that's great 
That's awesome. Uh, but now, oh man, that Deathwatch. Oh, Deathwatch becomes so much more powerful. Deathwatch just became deadly, like really deadly. Because because Twin Link now means two Pre- shots. Not, yeah. Not 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 you reroll the shot. And now and now it means two shots. And now combi weapons. Oh, also what a great rule. Combi weapons now all of a sudden they can fire as much as they want with their secondary uh, firing mode, right? Yeah. And, and then you can you can fire like one. You can fire twice with your with your normal mode. Like let's say, let's, let's look at a combi. Let's look at a. a combi melta yeah yeah all right so normally you would get either in the old present day seventh edition yeah you get one melta shot yeah and that's it and and you could use that in lieu of a bolter shot right yeah now with a combi with a combi melta you would get either two bolter shots or the one melta shot right oh no no sorry you would get sorry you, you get, get you get you, you get either fire normally with both with one with, with one of the your modes or you can fire both but at reduced effectiveness yeah at a reduced to hit like a minus reduced one to hit, to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah right so you okay. can yeah that's right so if so you were in like in rapid fire range you would fire two bolter shots uh at normal to hit yeah or you could do one melta and one bolter shot um with uh or actually maybe that might be two two, two bolter be. shots and, and one melter shot, shot but at, at reduced at uh, a minus one minus one okay right and so, that's and that yeah, and that again death watch oh Oh yeah, exactly. So now you're gonna see you're gonna see combi meltas and combi plasma everywhere, everywhere. And so yeah, that's because that's that's all of a sudden fantastic. That why do you even need like a why do you even need like regular plasma guns when you can have a combi gun? Oh yeah, of course. Who like, so the, additional so modes of fire? Maybe their points will go up. Maybe they'll be a little more that expensive then because they're affecting a certain. But up. but the point systems also change. Yeah, we don't know what the points are. Yeah, because it has this no weird, we, something about like weird power, power ranking oh, well, that, or something. That's a, that's for casual play, I think. Well, that's going to be for uh, for the yeah, there's or narrative be, or something. Well, yeah, there's going to be the match play or something. Yeah, yeah, which will be right. Which is, I think, you just have a general power rating for a certain unit. Yeah, and you can put in whatever upgrades you want on there. Yeah, yeah, and it has just it just comes in at like a power rating of six or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the individual granular like. Every, you know, Omni-Specs and Bolter costs this many points and blah, blah, blah. The, the, the seventh edition version that we play now. Yeah. So anyway, the other the other thing was going to be uh, getting rid of the whole super heavy rules. Like there's no no more gargantuan creatures, no more yeah. super heavies. They're gone. So I guess everything's just a very large monstrous creature now or something like that. It's well, it's going to be a multi-wound model. It's going to be a multi-wound model with, with higher toughness. It, yeah. Which feels, which feels like it's part of the same sort of like universe now. Like you don't yeah, have like you, a, don't, you don't have like a separate of, cr- type, a whole unit that's so completely like, different. Yeah, now it's just gonna have its individual rules, and it'll be it'll, whatever it'll be. It'll be unique to that thing, rather than it has because it's our gargantuan creature. It has this set of rules here, and that's the true for all of them. Now it's gonna be like dependent on just the individual unit. Yeah, uh, independent characters no longer can join a unit. Good, so goodbye, goodbye Death, Death Stars, Stars as we know them. The new, new, hello, new Death Stars. Hello, new Death. Whatever those might hello be. Hello, area of effect guy. Yeah, that is going to be sitting in the middle of four assault squad. Like, like we were talking about this. Yeah. Like, what if, what if, what if we don't know the rules yet for Chaplain? But let's say if a Chaplain gives you know Zealot, yeah. which allows you to reroll your you know your your hand to hand attacks, right? If he's accompanying four assault squads, he's yeah. in the middle and he's got a six-inch bubble that, that grants anybody within six inches or the models within six inches this, man, that's going to be powerful to have. That will be powerful. Right. Get that guy a jump pack and give the other assault guys a jump pack. And suddenly 
man, I think that that guy is affecting way more than just one unit. But now it should be easier to kill the chaplain. Well, you can't. You, okay, so I think under the new rules, yes. you can only target the thing. Normally, you can normally target only the units that are closer to you, mm. right? Mm. Except for snipers. Mm. Snipers can can pick out in the, like the independent characters this, or, or the what well, you see yeah, the yeah. independent characters. That Vindicare will all of a sudden. Oh, the Sunday Vindicare is awesome because he's super <laughs> awesome because now he's just picking off individual like. Yep. Hey, you got you got your crazy Death Star problem. I'll right. take care of that. But for even you. a unit of scout snipers. You know, yeah, they could do it. Yeah, you put that. You you put a psycho in there. Yeah, so it gives them a. I, I guess a, if they keep pre, a they, version they, of they keep psychers the same. Yeah, we don't know what's because because from what I read about, there was like they briefly showed like a thousand suns. Um, it was like a data slate. Yeah, uh, for like rubric marines, and it was talking about it was talking about the rules for the aspiring sorcerer, and it had he had like one psychic power, and it didn't say he generated anything from any table, so that might change. Because oh, there might uh, not be table generation, they might just see as like, here's your power. Okay, so what or I heard powers. is what I heard is that you get to pick your powers. That's cool. Okay, so I like that. Every, I really like that. Every That's faction great. is going to have its own very fluffy set of powers. Ooh, Blood Angels will have their sanguinary, yeah, you know, powers, and you know, Thousand oh. Suns will have their Zinchian crazy yeah, powers. No, I, I like and that. you get to pick. I like that a lot. Is what I hear. That's great. But the psychic phase. And psychers are changing dramatically. We do know that every psyker is going to get a smite, uh, you know, power, and that's going to be something that causes what what they're calling mortal wounds, for which no armor saves or any kind of save, including invuln saves, will apply. Cool. Jeez, that's powerful. That's really uh, now the thousand suns just got a major boost, huge boost. If you can, if you can like fill it full of psychers, and yeah. suddenly they're all like throwing out D3 yeah, yeah, wounds yeah, yeah, on yeah. things. That's crazy. Holy smokes. Or even Death Watch, you, you know, they come yeah, in the and drop pod. librarian guy librarian comes out and he's like, throw up. I'm going to psychic. Mind wounds. Mortal wounds. <laughs> I don't know why they talk like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they just do. It's, it's yeah, their way. Do. It's their psyker. It's the psyker way. Uh, I mean, okay. So, so many rules. We, they, today, just today, they, they, issued uh, information about stratagems, yeah. which are like basically benefits you trade in command points for, including re-rolling dice, you basically being able to fight sort of out of phase so that you can disrupt a charge from your enemies, um, and then passing morale tests, all that stuff. Fear, the whole fear system is gone. Morale system is now yep. different. It's You can start losing a lot more models uh, based on morale tests that they're now throwing in. Um, so it's everything is changing. But but all the changes I'm hearing for the most part seem fairly positive. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy it because it just it's it's nice simplification, and it feels from what I can from what I've heard that they're trying to balance things more. I hope so at least. Well, we'll obviously have to see. But due to sort of their different now approach to business in terms of you know actually listening to people and being like people rather than corporate robot figures. Yeah, I am optimistic. I'm optimistic about this. Obviously, we'll have to like review it once it actually comes out. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful too. We're we are about a month away from yeah. the generally reported release of Eighth Edition, which is reportedly on June sixteenth, mm -hmm. and a starter box with Ultramarines and Death Guard are supposed to be the you know the at launch. Who knows? I'm still hoping sisters somehow find their way. That plastic, would that plastic would sisters be great. find their way into the launch of 
8th edition, which I think would also help spur sales. That would that would be crazy sales. But far and away, I think most of the chatter we're seeing is pretty positive about yeah. all of these changes. And, you know, just keep following Warhammer Community because that blog is releasing new information every single day, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be great. Um, it's going to have they're going to have something like the General's Handbook that um, gets updated periodically to deal with you know units that are under costed or over costed. Yeah, to basically rebalance the game if too many people start you know taking advantage of there's some exploits yeah. and they're likely to be exploits. All, yeah, of course they won't be perfect at launch. No, they'll always be, you know every, someone will find something. Yeah, there's always like, oh, I know this is a cool combination, but it should, but now with this news. Uh, now with sort of the new GW, it should be fixed relatively quickly. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they could do it yearly, or they could do it annually, they could do it monthly. I mean, yeah, whatever. Probably could, not monthly, but not not monthly, but right. they'll be like they'll be they'll be able periodic to fix it. updates. Yeah, exactly. So where it's so that way, if guys are like, oh, this is oh, this is overpowered. This is the end of the world. Uh, this edition is terrible. I'm. They can just fix it. I'm uh, shocked at how at this scale at which they're going to release this because apparently every army unit you have right now, every model you have will have its new rule, its updated rule for 8th edition. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's crazy. So, so for example, we, we have uh, the um, 30th anniversary Imperial Space Marine. I that ha- means kill. I, I haven't, uh, he had like a D, a D weapon, right? Yeah, he has a D, D weapon. D weapons are now eliminated. There are no, there are no longer many D weapons he'll, in the he'll, game. He'll probably have something like strength 10, 8. I guess so. Yeah, it could be even more. Four. There's no longer a cap on strength. So it could be more than strength 10. Ten strength 20. <laughs> strength 20. <laughs> not a D weapon. It's, it's strength D-weapon. 20. What's your toughness? Three. <laughs> All right, Joe Caro. <laughs> Prepare to die. The Emperor's Justice. Yeah, so, you know, all the units, including possibly Forge World units, are going to have all of the updated rules. Like, if you've got a Sakaran Battle Tank, I hope that there's, like, we have a Sakaran Battle Tank. Yeah, we have a Leviathan Dreadnought. Yeah. You know, we have a uh, Fire Raptor. Yeah, so. I'm hoping that rules for those things are released on day one, because, you know, we've got armies that are relying on them. Yep, I'm hoping, honestly. But that, that's, a, again, massive undertaking, huge scale to basically do that. It's sure it's their job. That's their company. They write rules as well as make models. But man, this is this is an ambitious rollout. No, yeah, this is this is really just a this is gonna be massive rules dump. Oh, ma- yeah, massive, massive, massive rules. We'll have left to look at all, and then for us it'll be crazy to read through because we have, have so like, many armies. We have so many armies, so we'll just be like spurring through. It's like okay, what is good and what is terrible, right? And there's gonna be a, sal- a bunch of salty tears. Oh, from- oh yeah. You know the win at all costs players who suddenly had their demon army, you know, ruined or their Death Star, their Bark Bark Star no longer works. Or wait, are you telling me any army can compete with me now? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, sorry, no. sorry, that guy. But yes, yes, any army can. Hopefully, well, can hope. hopefully, let's hopefully, hope. let's hope they, they can hopefully they do things like you know make Tau more fun to play. Yeah. Uh, make Eldar maybe less you just just less overpowered. Make make Tau, make, make Eldar, Gar- demons, uh, and to a certain degree, space marines just a little bit more tone them down, level, just tone a little down. bit, and then increase the gain. Increase on, on, orcs, on orcs, extra militarum, Terranids, uh, and Chaos space marines. Yep, and, and and then bring in sisters. 
please come on bring in sisters and make inquisition Seriously. a viable you know army that would be I, I would love an inquisition army. yeah that would be awesome that'd be like that if i were ever to actually not have played right but whatever you do who still. cares about genius theater cult we don't care about that what no no, no, no they're fine I, I i've been thinking about genius theater cults i have not played genius theater cults I, I i love their rules from what i've seen of them they look to forget about them because they ain't gonna be there <laughs> <laughs> everything you know about your army is likely to be tweaked in some sort yeah. of way bye bye codices. right I, but i expect that though like i expect iron hands will have some sort of a six some sort of a bone save right some sort of some sort of we're feeling pain still uh, like a feel no yeah sorry that's what i meant like a it's feeling pain like a feel no pain at, you and know, that grounds will still probably have that be sort pretty of thing. resilient and tough and the goss and the whatnot and the, I, I think everyone will be probably similar function similarly to how they do here yes but hopefully more balanced and just adjusted for the new game system right let's hope let's Let's hope hope. that's the case because we do like the the different flavors that each of the different factions bring we just need them to be more balanced vis-a-vis one another so there isn't this overwhelming yeah like your army can really have a chance against any other army yeah that that to me is perfect. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it follows like sort of the Overwatch design philosophy of everything's overpowered, so nothing is. <laughs> well, no. Well, I think that was the old philosophy. Like we kept every every new codex basically. Well, and then that was that was more, more power, power scaling. Yeah, that that was different because if everything at at like release is sort of it feels overpowered, but really since everyone else has some crazy thing, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's all relative to one another. It's all re- it's all relative to one another. Then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I hope, I hope every army just feels, like, cool to play. Yeah. That's all. Right. All right. I think we've rambled on enough. Yeah, because we don't know that much. We don't know. We're we just, know what you just, guys know. Yeah, we're just mindlessly speculating about yeah. stuff. That's why you listen, though. Yeah. Our mindless speculation. Okay, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we will talk about our first Shadow War Armageddon game, Skatari versus Chaos. back this is exciting our first shadow war game yeah this is actually all right it's a little bit of a learning curve because it's like trying to learn like two or three different languages at once (laughs) there's still all the rules that we have from seventh edition rolling around in our heads right yeah we've got all this data dump for the new rules that are coming for eighth edition yeah and then there are the rules found right. in Shadow War Armageddon, which are completely different, from, which are sort of like what Necromunda was. Yeah. And they're, I guess, they're, they're they're closer to like second edition or third edition Warhammer. Yeah. So they're really specific, specific. about certain things, and yeah. they work in their own certain way. So it's like, oh, it's like when you're trying to learn French and Spanish or Italian at the same time, they're all romance languages. They all kind of sound the same, and you get confused and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we probably got a ton of things wrong in this game. We might have gotten a ton we, of we things probably, wrong. We probably. We play this game with the manual out with the with the Shadow War. Then we're uh, constantly like hooking things up like, what, what does this do? Hold on. Like, yeah, exactly. What happens now? But yeah. we give it a shot. We give it a shot. And uh, we'll about to tell you how it went. All right. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we play on a four by four table. Yep. We, we agreed that the mission would be the first mission, which basically it's simple, it's kill simple. team, eliminate the other guys. Uh, yeah. Right? That's simple. And this is a one shot. We, we, we weren't starting a campaign. Yeah, we just decided, and we're just going to try this out, see how it feels. Exactly. You chose to Chaos, Chaos Space, Space Marines. Marines. All yeah. right, so talk about your army, and then I'll talk about my Skatari army. Okay, so my uh, Chaos Space Marine army was um, one like sergeant-type dude. 
uh, who was the leader, who had a power sword and a bolt pistol, and I think he had camo. Next, I had just a regular space Mar- like chaos space marine. Um, he is, but he had a bolter with uh, it was a telescopic sight, like red laser sights, um, and I believe light grenades, light grenades, yeah, uh, and camo. And then I had a special like a like a gunner who basically had an auto cannon that and uh i believe he had something that reduced your cover no no it was something that a women like the cover works weirdly in armageddon um basically rather than um sort of rather than giving you a cover save it it affects it mar- your the, uh, the guy's ability the other guy's ability to hit you like if you're in sort of partial cover like less than 50 percent is covered then you are like at minus one the other guy's at minus one to hit you but if you're like more than 50 percent covered then the other guy's at minus two to hit you. Right. So, and then he had a little update so that had, reduced had, that effect. He had a visor that basically visor. Re, uh, basically gives, eliminates the minus yeah. one. Or, yeah. And then I had two Chaos Cultists uh, with auto pistols and close combat uh, Right. So that, that's knives. your army. That's my army. Oh, and they all had Nurgle. They all Nurgle. Oh, so they were important. toughness. They, they were, had extra toughness? Yeah, they all had extra toughness. Oh, wow. Just okay. I had a Skatari army that consisted of uh, a Ranger Alpha. Yep. A two wound model. He had a arc pistol. Yeah, and a uh, arc maul. Cool. Right. And then I had three Skatari Rangers, yeah. all equipped with um, galvanic rifles, which gave him a thirty inch range. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and they had a minus one on the armor save. Cool. Uh, and then I had one raw, fresh forged recruit. <laughs> he just came out of the uh, <laughs> Skatari surgery table. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he also had a galvanic rifle. They all had clip harnesses, which I totally forgot to use, and didn't didn't come well, into play didn't anyway. Like didn't come into play anyway. anyway. Um, and we forgot to even use that rule about the whether you fall because if you were oh yeah yeah, yeah we, we, forgot. we forgot that again new game new so game, we forgot so to, yeah yeah hindsight twenty twenty right so uh, and then I had one uh, sniper uh, a specialist that had a yeah. transonic arquebus which had a seventy two inch range. <laughs> And strength really? seven with D three shots, so it was basically the equivalent to your auto cannon. Yeah, it was essentially the equivalent to my auto cannon. Okay, so the rule for for setting up this game is that uh, whoever it's a four by four table, whoever wins the roll for the side picks whatever table side, and the other opponent has to has to you know deploy yeah. on the opposite table edge. I won the roll, so mm-hmm. I set up um, my guys, and they all have to be within eight inches of the table edge. That's the only rule. Yeah. There's no unit coherency, any of that stuff, because mm-hmm. they're all independent units, right? Yeah. Um, so I set up, of course, my sniper at the very top of this sort of like, you know, cathedral yeah. m- model, and he had a commanding view of basically everything. Yeah. The the beautiful new Shadow Wars terrain, the gantries, was right in the middle, right of, in the middle the, of everything, of yeah. everything, right? Providing sort of line of sight blocking. Um, uh, and so that's how I set up. So how did you set up? I set up basically my auto gun guy was on the top of uh, one sort of tower ish thing, the, the like building or blown out building remains, and my bolter with the telescopic sight was sitting on top of a bastion, and then my leader and the two cultists were hiding behind cover because they realized, oh wait, I don't, I don't have range on anything with those guys, and they'll just get killed if I just have them run out immediately so put them behind cover uh so yeah and the rest of my guys were hiding we're kind of hiding one guy was on a sky shield landing pad but he yeah. was just out of range of your guys yeah um i have to say if in the first mission if the only mission is to kill the other people 
and yeah. and we've got snipers on each side. It's, it's it can, kind of discourages anybody from going out and and moving forward <laughs> because <laughs> until the snipers get taken care of. And in, in that in that right. way, it's kind of like a real firefight. Yeah, exactly. You go. Oh, well, I'm not going to no, go I'm not until so until we take care of that sniper. sniper. Yeah. So uh, I won the role to go first, and so I went first, and uh, I whiffed with my sniper. Yeah. What's my sniper? All I needed was a three, and of course I rolled a one. Mm-hmm. Even using my special forge roll dice, yeah, I rolled a one, so I miss right, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much the end of my turn because um, we're we're separated by a you know I'm at one table edge and you're at the other table edge, yeah. and even though there's a lot of terrain on the on there, I was scared of your your red laser sight bolter, yeah, yeah. which is an amazing upgrade to that weapon. By oh, the yeah, way, it was great. It was you, great. You basically take the short range. And then you can add it to the, the longer range. To, to the long range you have. So in this case, you had a twenty-four inch long range, range. That, range. that then turned into a thirty-six inch long right. range. So and with the red, and then so you had the telescopic on that on that thing. Yeah. So that means you had a thirty-six inch range on that bolter. Yep. Which is a huge arc of fire, which yeah, means yeah. that I'm uh, very ki- discouraged. My kill zone or your kill zone was way bigger and, than yours, uh, and yeah. then mine because I I I basically had a thirty inch range. And then six inches is a huge difference plus, in this world. I had camouflage, which basically meant that that oh, range yeah. was reduced further by four inches. So right, yeah. So it just made that even the more war gear is harrowing is, is slightly different. So, but we can tell that camouflage is re- by reducing the four inches on your opponent's weapons, huge advantage. Huge advantage. The red laser sight, which basically um, gives you plus one to hit, yeah. huge advantage. The telescopic sight, which yeah. increases range, huge advantage. Yeah. This these war gear options are awesome yeah. and probably make or break the team. Yeah. Right. So from I'm what, from what we've played thus far, yeah. <laughs> from our experience of one game. Yeah, of one game, yes. <laughs> we can we can speak with authority. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So tell, tell what happened on your turn. Uh my turn. You're you had kept your dudes out of my range of the telescopic sight guy. Um, so I just sort of, I was on the opposing building. I was like right across from your sniper. So I fired him. I hit him, I believe. And then I, that means he's pinned because when it's, cause once you've been hit, not wounded, but once you've been hit, you're immediately pinned, which basically means you're, you stay down unless some guy next to you gets you back up, um, until the, until the end of your upcoming turn, then which you can get back up. So. I hit him, and I and I believe I wounded him. No, you, no, you didn't, because I made my I, save. I made no, my no, no, no. Yeah, you know what I mean is I wounded him. I mean, I, I made the two wound roll. Oh yeah, you made but, the two wound roll, but then but I, then you made your armor I, save I made, of six. I made a which was <laughs> yeah, remarkable. I made a six up armor but, save. So, but I was still pinned. You were still pinned. So you had pinned my sniper, which was the only guy that had any, any possible range. range on on any of your guys. Yeah. So you basically took out the only threat that I had in my army at that point. At, yeah, temporarily. And yeah. and because your guys had camo, my 30-inch uh, yeah. rifles can only reach as far as 24 inches yeah. at this point. So that means I was going to have to run up. Yeah. So in my second turn, that's what I started to do. I basically started to move up my guys a bit. Yeah. Right? Try to get in closer to range to basically try to reach you. But I only had one shot with one guy, and of course I missed yeah, I missed your auto cannon, uh, Space Marine. So that was pretty much the end of my turn. My guy who was pinned was able to. Um, he got back up at the he, end of the turn. He got back up at the end of the turn. So that that's where I left my my and round I, two. I believe did you run did you run up another guy near my telescopic site, dude? 
Or yeah, there was there range? was one there was one guy that was sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. Ma- making his way up, and he yeah. was trying to basically hop from crater to crater. Yeah. So on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tr- not, but but he got into range he, he of your telescopic range. sight, space yeah. marine. So on my turn, um, my guy takes my um, autocan guy takes um, some more shots again at your um, uh, at your sniper. So and this is the turn I believe I wounded him and actually like put him down. Not he, not not compl- not entirely because. Killing a not you don't really kill anyone. No. At least not outright. Right when so first of all when he's hit he's pinned. Yeah, and then at the end of the turn that's when you if he's been resolved, wounded and he did, yeah you, if there was a wound you have and to he, resolve what happened what kind of wound it was. Yeah, on a roll of one it was just a flesh wound and you get up with reduced reduced ballistic skill and weapon skill by one. Yeah, okay. if it's a two to five he stays down stays down unconscious. Notice. Right, he's just sort of down and hurt and unconscious, not being able to move. On a six, he's completely out of action, yeah. out of the game. He's out of the game. And then at the end of the game, you determine whether he's dead or not or what kind of injury yeah, yeah, he yeah. took. But for, for, for our, our purposes, purposes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's so out he on the six. So my guy, basically, my sniper got wounded, and then he's down. Now, in the meantime, though, you were rolling um, ammo rolls, yeah. which is another unique aspect of Shadow War. If you roll a six on your two-hit roll, yeah. it, there's a possibility you may have run out of ammunition. Every weapon has an ammo roll profile. Yeah. So if you roll a six, you then have to take two d six, and then roll a number that is less than. Yeah. Less than or equal to. Less than or equal to. Your ammo roll number for. No, that. no greater than. Or equal to. Oh, sorry, greater, greater than, than or equal. Great, to. yeah, sorry, greater than or equal to your. the uh, the ammo roll that that your weapon profile has. Yeah. Right, but you kept rolling ammo rolls. I kept, <laughs> I, I, I kept rolling sixes, but I kept making the ammo rolls. So. Yeah, you had an ammo roll of four. So if you could beat a four on 2d6, then you, you're, you, you're, yeah, you sell ammunition. Yeah. But that would have changed things dramatically if you'd run out of ammunition, out of ammunition that on your autocannon. That would have changed things dramatically. That autocannon had 40-inch range. Yeah, that was pretty well. But to be fair, you had like a 72-inch range. My sniper had really, 72-inch really, range, yeah. Really, the deciding factor was those two first opening shots. Right. That fact, really just, I, yeah, I the whiffed, fact that you whiffed if, pretty much saved me. Yeah, if if I had hit, um, I could have just kept getting pinned and then coming back up, but then getting you, shot again, and then the, exactly what was happening to me would have happened, happened to you. Would have happened to me, and then the sniper could have also kept shooting at yeah. other units in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that I think was important. That was very important, right? It turned into a sniper battle. Turned into a sniper battle. Right. Um, so I think on my turn, uh, he's down. Uh, my telescopic got my telescopic side got killed. I wounded your other dude, I believe, and uh, he was put down. The guy who was trying to bounce from crater to crater. Right. I had a total. Uh, I have a total of six guys. Yeah, I saw six guys. Yeah. So now I have two of my guys are down. Yeah. Right. Two and of my Skatari Rangers are down. We probably should have started rolling for bottle tests then, or no? Because I think a, if you lose twenty five percent, if twenty five percent of your guys are down, yeah, then you start rolling on on your leadership. No, what's two, called a bottle test. Two of six without. It, right. Yeah. So it would have been. So I should have. We should have. We yeah. should have. But we didn't. We, we waited until third turn before that happened. Yeah. Uh, so then I. So on my turn anyway, I um, with my auto cannon guy, I shot one of your people um, who was running up because your other guy was hidden behind the big old plasma cannon in between the two, um, between the my little sniper perch and yeah, the, I was running your church. So, so basically, I was trying to run up. Two Skatari Rangers, my my Alpha yeah. and another Skatari Ranger, yeah. to get into range yeah. to basically shoot your auto cannon guy from his perch, yeah. right? And he took a shot, but he missed. Yeah, he missed. Or you made your armor I, save or something. Something. But I, yeah, I wasn't able to wound you, 
And then when you returned fire, you took him out. Yeah, I took him out. So then my alpha then then ran into cover. Yeah. He hid in the in the, in the <laughs> among the gantry, yeah. you know, for Shadow War. And so at this point I have now three guys that are down. All shot. But two of them shot down by the autocannon and one, one by the telescopic topic. bolter. Yeah. So by this point, I, I think by this point, the game just sort of turned into you making your like leadership roles and it's sort of maneuvering around and just me not moving at all, except <laughs> with like cherry picking and yeah. just shooting from a distance and just, and just sort of waiting. Yeah. I, what I was, what I was hoping to do basically is to, you know, sort of use the terrain to basically sneakily either run or put myself in a position where I wasn't going to get shot. Yeah. So what this led to was just like super high tension. Yeah. Right. Like every role is incredibly significant. First of all, you don't, your team's got like five or six dudes. You yeah. had five on your team. I had six on mine. Yeah. Right. The guys that are down, there's a possibility they could come up. So yeah. even those, the recovery roles were really important. Like, ooh. Exactly. And at one point, one of my guys did come up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So there's a lot more tension when there's a fewer amount of guys. Yeah. And all of the extra terrain means there's a lot of places to hide yeah. and run and, you know, use cover as an advantage. So, I mean, I think it's a, I think it was a really fun system. It was the whole, fun. the game ended basically with me failing a, um, a leadership role. Yeah. I took a bottle test because at this point it was over 25% of my team is down. Yeah. And then at the beginning of my turn, I have to take a bottle test. Yeah. And I bottled out. I, I rolled an 11 on a leadership of nine. So the game was over at that point. Game was over. My guys ran off the table and then you guys won the encounter. Yeah. Yeah. So you won the game. So you won the first ever yeah, Shadow first War first Armageddon. Shadow War yeah. Armageddon. What, what did you think? I thought it was I thought it was fun. This mission felt a little imperfect. And I want to play one of the others, really. Yeah. It, because again, it just it, it just encouraged didn't encourage movement and it just sort of felt right. a little it almost it almost felt like it was like Tau fighting Imperial Guard, but on a tiny scale. <laughs> exactly. Just two armies just, two shooting, army just at shooting at each, each other. other from a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I want to try the other more objective based ones. Uh, so we can actually get like some movement in there and some actual like interesting encounters rather than just yeah there was no interesting like firefights right because there was than, no hand to hand there was no hand to hand at all there was no um, we weren't there was nothing to incentivize us to get out of hiding yeah. or move toward each other really it, yeah it was just, apart from desperation yeah which is what was motivated me at the end <laughs> yeah so this was not probably not the best mission to start with but it gave us a sense of the rules it gave a sense of the rules so I I'm interested. I think maybe playing on a smaller map might help um, yeah. because that might encourage a bit more. I don't know. I, I think I, I almost feel like four by four is a bit too big for this scale because yeah. it really doesn't. It really encourages um, only for the both players to only have like long snipers. range sniper types. Right. And just to take pot shots at each other and try to make sure my guy's out of range of your guy but i'm still in range with your guy of your yeah, man yeah um which isn't really i, I feel how the game I, should be played well i i think that if once we start playing the other missions yeah. which are more objective based like yeah. go go get this thing over there and then take it back or something yeah that will solve itself all right because we are going to definitely have to run towards something certainly you but, know but i was thinking about it even then we still like you can still win just by killing enough guys 
Yeah, because if you force the bottle test, then you can basically get the other guys to run away. So it would still might, but so there like may the be shooting from like well, across we have, the map would still. Be I didn't look at the strategy. other missions, so we should we look, know, at, yeah, the, we we should look at the other yeah, missions. Yeah, the other other missions may first. have like time limits. Yeah, so or or there may be something that you know, right, yeah. requires the win. The win conditions may be that you have to yeah. you know go across the map or something. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, know, we'll figure it out. I know we'll we'll we'll, we'll do more reading. So we're back. I, I had fun. I had fun as well. I had fun. It's fun picking your little group of specialists. Yeah. So the whole army list building thing is still present. Yeah. And it felt very uh, tense throughout it. And it'll be even more fun once you get like the, the weird models in. Yeah. Once you do, I think because we'll, we'll have more ownership of him. Yeah. So then, you can like figure out who are these people? Exactly. What's their story? What What's, why is this guy wearing this weird gas mask thing? Well, I think we'll start a campaign, though. I mean, that'd so, be cool. That'd yeah, be because the campaign mode allows you to start upgrading, and they get it. Yeah. They advance in attributes, and they get special skills, and you can bring in, you can trade in some of your booty, like the Prometheum caches, to use specialists for yeah. missions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be good. And that'd I think I want to, I want to try an Inquisition warband. That'd be fun, right? That'll be my group of campaigners. Right, yeah, I'll have to see the other rules to see who. Well, you can also do an Inquisition one, but I could also, but I mean, I might want to do something else. Right, right. you're the radical Inquisitor, and I'm the, um, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the true. Uh, you're the true, true faith. You're Inquisitor. Puritan. You're Puritan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I enjoyed Shadow War. I, I, it makes me want to play again. The, our game lasted forty-five minutes, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it took longer to set up the terrain than it, than did. it did to actually, yeah, <laughs> than to actually uh, play the game. Uh, but we were playing slow too because we we, we didn't know the rules. Like, we kept referring yeah. to the rules, and there's a handy dandy um, reference guy in the back that walks you through all of the different phases, yeah. you know, for the game, and then yeah. then sub phases within each of them. Yeah. So that's that's good. So we'll play again. And, and uh, the the other thing is, um, now that eighth edition is coming out. It, it, I feel discouraged to play seventh edition. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like someone is like, it's like, we know that you're on the way out seventh edition. So, so I don't like, really want to play you anymore. It, it, it almost feels like, why bother? It, it, exactly. Why bother? Like, this is a dead, this is a dead system. The, yeah. It's like the old, it, it's like, hmm, how, how would I, it's like, it's like you're, it's like, it's like a video game. Right. And you know, the sequel's coming out. Right. Um, uh, well, no, 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 because they, you have like this all of a sudden this sort of shiny new sort of game with all of the better graphics and maybe it's a better combat system or whatever. And so all of a sudden the one you have almost feels a little like outdated. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But I, I do feel disincentivized from playing 7th edition. But what we may do, though, yeah. is to sort of like see 7th edition out properly. We might, and yeah. we we're talking about maybe doing some like sort a, of crazy, large, giant, like twenty five hundred point. points per side kind of battle. Yeah, with all of the armies we have, and we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We we'll, we'll, don't know. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy Shadow Wars. I'm glad that it's over, that it's a quick playing game. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I'm I I would encourage anyone to get the rule book. Yeah. Rule book's now available. They have a lot more armies than the original Astromilitarum Space Marines and Orcs that came in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Now you can play Sisters of Battle, or you can play. Inquisition, Tau, yeah, Gene whatever. Gene Steel yeah. all whatever. that's now available yeah. on Warhammer site, and you can download all the rules yeah. via PDF for that. Okay, well, that right. that's episode 38. Yeah, it is. All right, so we want to encourage you to come visit us on our Facebook page. We will have photos of our Shadow Wars encounter, as well as pictures of Alex, weirdo, psychomatic dude. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to drop us an email, we are uh, the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher or Google Play Music or anywhere you get your podcasts. And we encourage you to subscribe. But with that, that's the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon.